Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I just need to talk down the fire like a sucker. All right, welcome back to another episode of Mindful Mayhem. I'm your host, Cody Tucker. As always, be sure to like and subscribe, tell a friend, all that stuff. So, um, I decided to shave my head, you know, in solidarity with Jada Pinkett. (laughs) That fucking bitch, dude. Okay. Um, So, I mean, everybody's heard a million fucking people talk about the old slap heard around the world. Um, So I might as well be a million and one. Um, she might be the goddamn devil, (laughs) like the actual devil, um, like to get someone to switch, to flip a switch like that, just by giving them a look is some evil shit, um, which, okay, so I have always, ow, fuck, I have, I have always uh, hated the Smith family. Jada, Will, Jaden, Willow. The only one who's fucking worth a damn is the kid who Will Smith doesn't even give a shit about. The older one. Um, all the rest of them are out of their fucking minds. Um, but then you look at who their mom is, who their dad is. Like, yeah, well, no shit. Uh, you know, Jaden and Willow are, I don't know, dressing up like stormtroopers and do, you know, fucking each other. I don't know. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they don't, I, hmm, I kind of have a feeling that all four of them just sit around and like fuck each other. I have a, I have it on good authority that that's how Jaden Smith lost his virginity. (laughs) It was to his mom, (laughs) which, Hey, if my mom was Jada Pinkett, all right, (laughs) shit. My mom was like fucking Mel Gibson. So, Anyways, and you know, and whatever, she's bitching about having alopecia, which allegedly has alopecia, which sure doesn't look like it. It looks like this, that's what her fucking head looks like. It looks like somebody who has full head of hair and just shaves the shit, which maybe she does. I look, I don't even, I don't really know what alopecia is. I'll be honest. I think it just means your hair falls out. But see, whenever I've seen pictures of people with alopecia, because I did do a little bit of a deep dive in the, um, like, they don't have eyebrows, like, nothing. Like, it is hairless. Like, that is not what she looks like. She looks like a chick who just shaved her fucking head. Like Sinead O'Connor. Um, which, there is something about women shaving their heads that is a sure sign of a mental disorder. Sinead O'Connor, out of her fucking mind. Britney Spears shaved her head. Next thing you know, driving with her fucking kids in her lap. Uh, but, you know, thank God she's free. <laughs> that bitch needs to be locked up forever. Like, yeah, I... Look, driving with your kids in your lap. And they're not like kids, they're like babies in your lap. 
You deserve to be in prison the rest of your fucking life. Um, so Jada Pinkett, shaved head, batshit crazy. So, I mean, it is just wild. It's also wild to hear people like, oh, it's fucking staged. That shit was not staged at all. You can tell by the way that, now look, Will Smith, pretty decent actor. So on his part, all right, you know, that that could have been just acting. The way Chris Rock handled it was not, was not like how, if you were to script it, you wouldn't have scripted it like that. Like Chris Rock clearly doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Not just during the whole altercation, but afterwards when he's standing there on stage being like, hey, what the fuck are, are there no security in this whole goddamn building? Like there's probably, I mean, every fucking famous like celebrity on the planet is in this building. Millions of dollars worth of like clothes and like jewelry and shit. Billions probably by the time you add everybody up. And there's not a goddamn security guard in this whole fucking place like how was that even possible so will smith just like look and chris Stark just says a mild fucking joke which it wasn't even i mean it was a good joke i think because fuck jada pinkett and yeah i mean it was a fucking gi jane like how chris rock said dude it was a gi jane joke <laughs> like, like yeah that's it he just said jada can't wait for gi jane too and yeah it's a good joke you're fucking bald and also this bitch has said in the past, which that video fucking surfaced real quick, which is like, I don't care if people make fun of my bald head. <laughs> well, you care if Chris Rock does it, you fucking idiot. Um, yeah, and then Will Smith is fucking laughing while Chris Rock's saying the joke until fucking Satan gives him that look and is like, oh, you, you're not going to do something about this? Like, yeah, I know I fuck dudes in front of you all the time, but you still got to do what the fuck I ask you to do. You're my goddamn husband. They're, that relationship is fucking wild. Like, that dude's just sitting in a corner watching, like, dudes half his age fuck his wife. He's <laughs> like, Jaden, you have any friends? <laughs> like, it is insane how... Like, I don't know if Will Smith was just always a dickhead... I have a feeling it probably was. I mean, I've never really heard people say, oh, Will Smith's such a fucking down-to-earth awesome guy. It's always, hey, that dude's kind of fucking unstable. Uh, he just plays it off as being like this like fun-loving person, but I think that's starting to become less easy for him to do. Um, I like you start, You're starting to see the cracks of a person who's about to uh, go on a full fucking Mel Gibson rant. So, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for him to get his DWI and just start blasting whatever race we don't know Will Smith actually hates. Because Mel Gibson, I'll be honest, I didn't know Mel Gibson was an anti-Semite until, you know, you hear him saying what he said. Uh, so, it was a bit of, you know, a, like, oh, this is an interesting take. <laughs> So I'm curious to see what Will Smith will be. My guess, actually probably the same group of people. Um, but Will Smith's also like a fucking Scientologist, which that explains a lot. Uh, I mean, those people are 
batshit crazy. Leah Remini's fucking hot ass has been exposing them nonstop. Which, I mean, she'd get me to fucking say anything about any group of people. I'd be like, oh, uh, sworn to secrecy? Bullshit. Not, not in front of Leah Remini. God damn. Um, see... Leah Remini could get me to go on stage and smack the shit out of Chris Rock. For sure. So, if Will Smith looks at Jada Pinkett the way I look at Leah Remini, starting to understand it a little bit. But also, Jada Pinkett is no Leah Remini. Jada Pinkett is... Looks like one of the cats from, like, Lady and the Tramp. You know, the, like, Siamese cats that sing that insanely racist song <laughs> okay well i was gonna sing it but should not do that um yeah i mean just fucking nuts that so wilson to go on stage slap him which when i saw the slap i was like huh that seemed not that real so i was even kind of on the board of like man is this fake and then but it's until he goes and sits down and starts screaming i was like oh and you could also see that's kind of the reaction of the room is like, when he goes up there, and Chris Rock's thinking it's a bit. He's like, oh, oh, Richard, like, you know, like, King Richard, like. So, when he goes up there, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 like, this, this might be a bit. He's just coming up here to, like, you know, do something kind of funny or whatever, which, I mean, I don't know what the fuck it could have been. <laughs> None of it would have been funny. You just, anyways. And then, yeah, he slaps him, you're like, one, he didn't even set his feet. And he slapped him. That's a bitch move. To slap another man. Which I guess he's... I mean... Like, it's really fucking emasculating for Chris Rock. And that's goddamn unfortunate. Because Chris Rock... Like, if you were going to make a Mount Rushmore for comedians... Chris Rock's on it. 100%. Chris Rock, Chappelle... Probably Richard Pryor and... I don't know, maybe George Carlin... Or Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. Well. So, um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. The fucking disrespect to just walk on stage. And also. Yeah, let's see how fucking comedy clubs end up dealing with this shit. Uh, April 29th, I'll be at the Rose City Comedy Club in Tyler, Texas. <laughs> hey, I'm just. Fucking. Look. I'll I'll be honest with you right now. I mean, I'm a big dude. But if somebody comes on stage to try to smack me, I'm not going to be able to do shit about it. I can't fight for shit. Uh, I'm going to flinch like a bitch and take whatever shot. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there now. You're probably going to see a video of me getting fucking sucker punched on stage uh, after April 29th. So, oh, well. I mean, not that I don't deserve it, but, you know, just like, it is insane to me that, okay, you're, you're in the Oscars, there's a billion people watching, this. well, I don't know, I don't think a billion, I don't think a billion people are watching this shit anymore, but there's at least 20,000 people watching the Oscars, and they see a dude assault someone, and nothing fucking happens. Like, how in the hell... And and not just nothing happens. So, Will Smith is able to go back down to his seat. Sit there next to his little fucking cunt wife. And then 30 minutes later is back on stage receiving a fucking Oscar. For playing Venus and... And, hey, 
Uh, one thing that got lost in all this, fucking Venus Williams' uh, nipple popped out during these Oscars. And nobody's fucking talking about that. Uh, trust me, I noticed. I mean, I was watching, which, you know, I'm more of a fan of Serena, which, you know, better athlete. Uh, but also, oh, goddamn, they're both hot as shit. And I was watching, like, a fucking nipple's gonna pop out any second now. Fucking did it. Yeah. So, and then he goes up there and goes on this fucking rant of, like, love. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm all about love. Like, <laughs> tell Chris Rock you're all about love. You just fucking smacked him. And he's like, you know, Richard Williams would have protected his family. Look, I don't know a whole lot about Richard Williams. I don't think he ever walked on stage and smacked a fucking comedian who made a very mild G.I. Jane joke about your goddamn wife. So, they protect his family? Maybe. Did he just get a little... I mean, what a fucking bitch. Will Smith is a pussy. Like, god damn. And then, I mean, for the fucking people in Hollywood, which Hollywood's such a fucking joke anyways, like, for, I mean, to, like, pretend that they are so progressive and care so much about, like, oh, we're going to give an award to this movie about a bunch of fucking deaf people. Eh, nobody cares. No one gives a fuck. Nobody in that room, except for the people who were in the fucking movie, he probably even saw this goddamn thing. Like, th there hasn't been, like, a deserving movie to win Best Picture probably since, like, fucking No Country for Old Men. That was 2007, so that's 15 years ago. Because you got the fucking King speech, beat Social Network. Fucking nuts. Um, actually, I mean, as, as I mean, even though it, I guess it kind of goes to this, 12 Years a Slave deserved to fucking win. That movie... So I was in a movie theater watching that, and I was by myself, and I was the only person that looked like me, and I felt really fucking uncomfortable, <laughs> and when the lights came on, it was time to leave, I was like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> like, like, tensions are gonna be high, I need to just kind of keep my head down, say, oh, good to see you, good to see you, and then get the fuck out. Um, but yeah, Trojan Slave deserved to win. Movie was amazing. Uh, most of the time it is not that case, though. I mean, it's movies that don't fucking deserve it at all. And it's just Hollywood trying to look fucking, to look like they're progressive because they know that in the old back channels of Hollywood, um, they got a lot of fucking skeletons in those closets. I mean, some, like, literal skeletons. I, like, if you look through, and what's crazy is that, like, okay, so Will Smith is given this fucking Oscar after assaulting someone on stage. And Chris Rock is a fucking badass. He's like, I, I ain't pressing charges, which I would have. Which Jim Carrey came out and said that, too. He's like, oh, I would have pressed charges. Uh, I would have sued his ass for $200 million the next day. Same. Same. And let me have a go at Jada. <laughs> we can fucking rub our heads together. <laughs> oh my god. It probably does feel similar to mine. Maybe a little rougher, but Jesus Christ. So yeah, I mean 
what a fucking just and i mean yeah and like jim carrey is like hollywood's fucking spineless and it is like that is it is insane and then to get a fucking standing ovation after assaulting chris rock who also like so apparently fuck chris rock is what is was the theme of the oscars i mean like i get it will smith is an you know important actor whatever but like so was nobody on Chris Rock's side at all during this? Because Denzel Washington, who I used to be a fucking fan of, goes over and is like giving Wilson the hug and then comes up with this quote like, oh, the devil comes after you once you get like at your highest level. Which one, Will Smith ain't at his highest level. Uh, that is long fucking gone. And also, like, Denzel Washington, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about the devil comes after you? Chris Rock made a fucking G.I. Jane joke about his wife, who also Will Smith should fucking hate because she fucks 25-year-olds in front of him. So, which one is the goddamn devil? So, according to Denzel Washington, who, look, has been irrelevant for a long fucking time, according to him, the devil is Chris Rock, which, between the three, Chris Rock, Will Smith, Jada, he ain't the fucking devil. Uh, It's clearly Jada, I mean, but, I mean, fucking, and then Will Smith is just like a little cuck. <laughs> I mean, it is insane to me that, like, yeah, and you see, like, Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry, which also, have, why the fuck is Tyler Perry invited to the Oscars? Like, that motherfucker doesn't have a chance. I mean, and, like, I should be invited to the Oscars over goddamn Tyler Perry. Like, I get Denzel being there. He's a fucking amazing actor. He's just a fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, like, to to be like come out and make that statement. And, like, you're trying to console Will Smith, who's, like, crying. It's like, hey, what about Chris Rock? Like, you don't think anybody should go up there and see, like, hey, man, are you good? Like, you just got fucking slapped in front of all these people. You just got assaulted. Nobody's going over there to check on him. Nobody from the Academy Awards. No other actors, no uh, other presenters, nobody backstage. He's just left up there on stage and is looking around like, where the fuck? Like, the fucking funny bone in Dayton, Ohio has better security than this shit. <laughs> like, like, god damn, like, at a, I mean, at a shitty comedy club. Not that the funny bone in Dayton, Ohio is a shitty comedy club. Don't know anything about it. But... You wouldn't be able to get away with that at any of those clubs. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. If a person from the crowd walked up on stage and hit a comic, well, one, they're escorted out and the police are called. That is standard. So you mean to tell me that a club like the fucking, you know, Laugh Factory or Chuckles, so like Chuckles in St. Petersburg, Florida, has better has a better security protocol than the Academy Awards. A place that doesn't give a fuck about anything except for selling goddamn buffalo wings. That they would take care of the comedians more than the Academy Awards. I mean that is amazing. And then the Academy Awards came out and said like <laughs> trying to like look good, I guess, said um Oh well, you know, we were gonna have we were going to escort Will Smith out, 
but Chris Rock said he didn't want him escorted out. And Chris Rock's uh, people came out and were like, bullshit. <laughs> like, 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 we wanted his ass gone. Like, that, it, oh, my God. I mean, it is amazing just, like, how fucking hypocritical and full of shit, like, this, like, major Hollywood people are. Like, like Chris Rock, I mean, I guess you could say he's a part of Hollywood, but he's a comedian first. And he was up there doing what a comedian is supposed to do make jokes and it was a it wasn't anything crazy like it wasn't you know he didn't go off on some like crazy rant i mean it was a mild throwaway gi jane joke will smith is a pussy and can't handle it jada pinkett is the is a fucking bald devil and you can watch i mean like goddamn. Tupac is rolling in his grave right now. He's like, she wouldn't have got me to do any of that shit. I'd have been laughing right at her saying, hey, fuck yeah, you're fucking bald. I don't give a shit. You wouldn't have seen Tupac get a look from her and go, oh, I guess I better defend you. Like, no. No, so Will Smith is just a fucking bitch. Jesus, man. Like, it isn't, that is so wild. And then apparently, like, the LAPD are looking into pressing charges, which, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the LAPD does a great job at, uh, you know, convicting celebrities. <laughs> Fucking OJ cut his wife's head off, and they were like, oh, well, we didn't see it. We didn't see it happen, so he must not have done it. Jesus. They let Biggie get killed, or most likely helped kill Biggie Small. I mean, I don't know. That's a whole other thing, but Hollywood's a bunch of bullshit. Like, like you, and then they were talking about like, oh, they might take away uh, Will Smith's Oscar, like might like redact it. It's like, well, one, who gives a shit? It's a those Oscars don't mean a goddamn thing. But also, as shitty as Will Smith is, and how fucking awesome Chris Rock is for handling that shit. Like Chris Rock handled that like a fucking man. As shitty as Will Smith is, he ain't the shittiest person to win an Oscar. <laughs> Not by a long shot. Like, you, you've given Oscars to Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey. Uh, shit, fucking John Wayne. Wait, has John Wayne won an Oscar? They probably gave him, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award. John Wayne had to be... So... You know, a lot of people may not know this. In 1972, when Marlon Brando won the uh, Oscar for Best Actor for um, playing Vito Corleone in Godfather, he did not go to the Oscars. Instead, he sent this Native American woman to accept his Oscar on his behalf and basically give like a you know pretty small speech about that um, the way Hollywood has treated the Native American community and has just been like really shitty to Native Americans since, like, since the beginning of Hollywood. Um, in today's world, that would have gotten, you know, a 15-minute standing ovation. Rightfully so. Because Marlon Brando, I mean, look, I don't, as far as I know, Marlon Brando doesn't have, like, any real connection with, like, Native Americans, but he decided to make himself have a connection and do something that he was like, hey, you know, Hollywood's a bunch of bullshit, um, I don't give a fuck that I won an Oscar, but I will use this to talk about something that actually matters. I, hey, I'm, I'm for that. Marlon Brando's a bad motherfucker. 
What a lot of people don't know is that the person who was presenting the Oscar was John Wayne. And John Wayne had to be physically... Res- so also, this woman giving the speech... Which, God, I wish I remember her name. She was being booed the entire time by fucking Hollywood. John Wayne had to be restrained by multiple... Which John Wayne's a pretty big dude. I mean, he was kind of old at the time. He was like 70. But still a pretty big dude. John Wayne had to be restrained by multiple people because he said he was going to go out there and beat the shit out of her. So... You know, the Oscars ain't, you know, as fucking progressive as they want to make themselves seem like they are. And Hollywood doesn't give a fuck about them and that shit. They don't care about being progressive. They care about looking good because they need to de- defer all of that attention away from the monster fucking people that are in there. And the goddamn... Look, and people, people are forgetting about all this shit. About all these, you know, molestation shit coming out. I ain't, I ain't forgotten. I mean, granted, what the fuck am I going to do? But, I mean, the story of my life is just pissing in the wind. But, hey, <laughs> I'm not going to forget about uh, Tom Hanks got that fucking uh, COVID at a curious time. <laughs> That's my favorite one is when people are like, oh, yeah, Tom Hanks is a fucking child molester. Look, I don't think so. Um, if I just had to guess. Out of any people in Hollywood who I'm like, eh, they might actually be all right. <laughs> Tom Hanks is probably top of that list. Um, it's really more like directors and producers who are scumbags. So, yeah, I mean, I look, Will Smith, I hope, I just, I hope, honestly, fucking, uh, there's a goddamn, who was it? The uh, Romanoffs. I hope there's a fucking Romanoff-style execution of will smith jada pinkett smith go ahead and take out both the kids leave the old one the one that will smith doesn't care about he seems to be all right but i say make a fucking full-on bolshevik revolution fucking firing squad because they don't need to be here i mean there's a lot of people that don't need to be here but, I mean, they they really don't need to be here. And it's also shitty, like, you know, there's a lot of people who won Oscars who, like, they're never going to get another moment of glory. And, and not, like, the big celebrities. I'm talking about people who won, like, you know, the awards no one gives a shit about. Like, best short film documentary, like, all this stuff. Who, like, nobody gives a fuck about them now. Because Will Smith decided to ruin the entire night for those people. I feel sorry for those people because, like... They're not part of Hollywood. I mean, they're just people who work their ass off to do something that they knew no one's going to give a fuck about. Out of the entire history of the Academy Awards, I have seen zero short film nominees. Short films or short film documentary. Never heard of any of them. Haven't seen any of them. Do not plan to watch any of them. Um, Yet, there are a lot of people who dedicate their lives to making fucking short films. And... Every year, one of them wins an Oscar, and this year, nobody gives a fuck. Their whole little, like, moment of glory is gone because Will Smith is a fucking pussy. And Jada Jada Pinkett Smith is Satan. Like, the actual devil. Um, yeah. Fascinating. But, um, I don't know. Chris Rock. Chris Rock deserves a fucking Nobel Peace Prize for this shit because... 
you see him, he had that little, like, Arthur balled-up fist, like, down like this. And he's like, Ugh. Like, he wanted to, he wanted to do something, but he, like, I mean, how the fuck, to have the mind control to, like, I don't know, just to, like, not do anything. Like, not even just to hit him, but, like, you, I mean, to not just tear into him. That is amazing. I mean, fucking Nobel Peace Prize should be... If it doesn't go to Chris Rock next year, then... I mean, that shit's all rigged, too. It's a bunch of fucking child molesters that win that shit. Um, bunch of old Epstein's friends. Anyways, so we'll move on from that. I mean, that, that topic has been driven into the fucking ground. But, you know, who would I be to not talk about it, I guess? It is like a fucking entertainment podcast, and... It's really about the only thing worth a shit that's happened in the past week or two. Um, so I will do, uh, you know, my little movie review for movies that are already out. And, <laughs> I mean, spoiler alerts and all that shit, I guess, apply. But, you know, these movies are not, they ain't new. Actually, this movie that I'm doing uh, today, relatively new. Also a movie most people have not seen. But it's fucking incredible. It is. See, I need to do a fucking intro for this at some point. Like a... I would say, well, one, don't even know what I'm calling this shit. Um, which, you know, whatever. Uh, Cody Tucker's movie review of movies that have already come out. <laughs> Let's see. Is this it? Yep. Lords of Chaos. Which right now I think is streaming on Hulu, so... I highly recommend, for all these movies, watching these movies. Because also, 8mm, which I did a couple weeks ago, is on Hulu too. And I watched it the other day. Again, fucking amazing. So, Lords of Chaos. Hold on. Yeah, <coughs> COVID. Shit. Um, so, Lords of Chaos. Movie came out, like, a couple years ago. So, Rory Culkin, the younger brother of Macaulay Culkin. Who, I think, is the one who was in Signs. And Home Alone, Fuller. <laughs> um, also has Emery Cohen and uh, Jack Kilmer, who's Val Kilmer's son. Um, so Rory Culkin plays this guy, Euron. So fucking preface again. This is all a true story about this band, uh, Mayhem, who was uh, like a Nor Norwegian uh, like black metal band. And... Rory Culkin plays Euronymous, who is the lead guitarist of this band and, like, founder of this band. And also, like, kind of, like, one of the founders of the entire, like, Norwegian black metal movement. Uh, Jack Kilmer plays uh, Dead. <laughs> is their name? So, this shit is... The movie is, like, somewhat a comedy... Because these people are fucking idiots. So, it's, like, an unintentional comedy, sort of. Uh, Jack Kilmer plays Dead. Who is the sing becomes the singer of Mayhem for a little bit? Um, so I don't move this out. And then hold on a second, I'll figure it out. So that's them. So there's Euronymous, and uh, on the left. So Euronymous is on the right. Dead is on the left. That's them. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Um, so. I mean, the story is fucking wild. So, Euronymous is a guitarist of this um, band, Mayhem, 
who's like revolutionizing Norwegian black metal. Um, they recruit this singer from Sweden named Dead. Um, they make like a little bit of music. They, I mean, they start to get decently successful. This dude, Dead, is um, a legitimate psychopath. So he would like find roadkill, put it in a bag, and then inhale like like breathe in that bag before he go on stage. He would also cut himself on stage like and not like little bits like Iggy Pop, you know, slashing himself in the chest. I'm talking about like taking his wrist and slicing down his arm, which, you know, all of us uh formerly depressed teenagers, we know that's how you mean business. <laughs> down the street. <laughs> oh God. So um yeah, I mean we do crazy shit like that. Um <clears throat> he later like i think maybe in the band for about a year um cuts some cuts his wrists so they live in this house in norway he lives in the attic he cuts his wrists slices his neck and then shoots himself in the head and kills himself um euronymous the guitarist let me pull up that picture again so y'all see euronymous so euronymous this guy on the right so the guy on the left dead is now dead. Euronymous, the guitarist, is the one who discovers his body. And upon discovering his body, uh, collects some of the pieces of the skull and makes necklaces out of it to give to the band members. He also rearranges the body in different poses, uh, takes pictures of it, and they use that as the album cover for their next album. He also calls the drummer of the band I believe it was the drummer yeah and um tells him his quote hey dead just did something really cool and the drummer's like uh, okay what and he's like oh he fucking killed himself so this guy's like i'm out like y'all this this shit is going way too far um like you have a goddamn problem so he kills himself, all this. He makes the skull necklaces and all that. Then they need a replacement. So there's this band called Berserm. <laughs> and a guy who's in the band who, um, you know, is like decently. I mean, the like the Berserm band is actually like kind of well known. But the, a guy who's in the band who is a massive fan of Mayhem is a guy named Varg Vikernes. Varg Vikernes um joins mayhem but also euronymous who owns a record shop slash record label is like producing some of like berserm's music varg vikernes is also a psychopath um but not in necessarily the suicidal psychopath way of like fucking with animals he's like the timothy mcveigh psychopath like mentally highly mentally unstable but wants to make like a splash which those two things well they don't work out too well so varg vikernes starts talking to a euronymous about how they despise christianity and like the way that it um has like oppressed the people of scandinavia specifically norway uh has gotten rid of their you know pagan norse religion and replace it with Christianity and they despise all of it. So they decide to start just burning down churches in Norway. Like these like five, four, four to five hundred year old churches, some even more of that in Norway. They start burning them down to erase Christianity. Um 
which, you know, uh, I am no Christian, but churches are cool looking. I mean, I don't think they should be fucking burned down. They shouldn't be destroyed. Some churches are actually like kind of fucking awesome. Especially like Catholic churches, um, which Catholic, I mean, like you go to a Catholic mass, like a real one. I mean, that's some of the scariest shit on the planet. So I'm a massive fan of Catholicism. Um, not some of their, you know, extracurricular activities, but, <laughs> um, so anyway, so Euronymous, Varg Vickerness, a couple other dudes from the band, they just start burning down churches all across Norway. Um, then like Varg Vickerness ends up getting arrested for it, but like, they can't really prove they did it. So he gets freed. Um, something like that. I mean, it's, so then Euronymous is like, all right, like, I think I'm done with all this. Um, I'm done with Varg Vickerness being in the band. Like he's fucking unstable. I don't like this. Varg Vickerness gets it in his head that Euronymous is going to kidnap him, tie him up to a tree, videotape this whole thing and torture him to death. And uses like art to show like during their concerts and stuff to show on like a projector. Varg, I, no one is a hundred percent sure of where Varg Vickerness got this idea because it had never been told to him by Euronymous, and apparently Euronymous had never told anybody else that he was going to do this. But that was the plan. Was that, according to Varg Vickerness, is that uh, he's going to torture me to death. So he goes to Euronymous's apartment and stabs him like. 40 something times and kills him because he's thinking, Oh, well this is self-defense cause he was going to do this to me. So I'm going to go and do it to him first jokes on him. Um, so stabs Euronymous to death, which in the movie, they make it seem like Euronymous like cuts his hair and he's like, Oh, I'm going to go get a fucking insurance job. I'm done with metal. That ain't really what happened. Um, I mean, Euronymous is still heavily into like music and was still fucking crazy. Um, so Varg Vickerness kills him, murders him, gets arrested, and serves not a long time in prison. Because apparently in Europe, especially places like in Scandinavia, like Denmark and all that, um, they are not big fans of putting people in prison. <laughs> so, like, you can premeditate a disgusting homicide, stab somebody like 40 times, and you get like three years in prison. Which... Hey, I mean, hell of a deal, to be honest. Yeah, they're not, they are not big fans of like locking people up in places like that. So he's free now. Like, he is completely free and is now like sort of a neo Nazi. I mean, I don't know how you can sort of be one. You either are or you're not. Um, so yeah, he's like heavily into like white supremacy. Uh, gives like weird fucking interviews where he talks about that and talks about like Euronymous and all this stuff and he's not sorry about it one bit. Um, it is strange that you can murder someone like that and be free relatively soon. And yeah, he's just hanging out in Nor yeah, Norway just chilling. It's like, what the fuck? Varg Vickerness. Which I might try to get him on the podcast. Seems like a very interesting person. <laughs> I would actually like to talk to him. Just be like, what the fuck were y'all doing? Like, y'all can't just like make, like just play music? God damn, you don't hear about fucking Motley Crue doing shit like that to each other. Granted, somebody probably should have fucking killed Vince Neil. So you didn't have to hear all this shit going on now. <laughs> um, so anyways, the movie came out. 
think about like 2017. I actually took notes, surprisingly. I didn't put what year it came out, so well, there's something like that. Um, directed by, so this is kind of an interesting little like side note. Um, the movie is directed by this guy named Jonas Ackerland, who whenever I was looking up, I was like, God damn, that name sounds familiar. Uh, like, I don't remember like how I know this name. I just, I know I've heard this name like multiple times. Um, so Jonas Ackerland was actually in, I mean, he's Norwegian, was in a Norwegian like black metal band called Bathory, which it's like heavily inspirational for Mayhem. And he knew all these guys, like knew all the guys in Mayhem, knew Euronymous. Um, so he directed this movie and wrote it also. But Jonas Ackerland is really famous for, especially if you're like, if you were a kid in the early 2000s or not even a kid, I don't know why I said that, you could be any age, in the early 2000s, and we're watching the MTV, the VMAs, you would hear his name all the time, because he was a fucking massively successful uh, music video director. He directed, here's some of the uh, music videos he directed. So his first one was Prodigy, Smack My Bitch Up, which is like a pretty revolutionary music video. Then he did Madonna, he did a Ray of Light and Music, he did Metallica's Turn the Page and Whiskey in the Jar, he did the YouTube Beautiful Day video. The one that I remember him winning a shitload of awards for as a kid was Christina Aguilera, Beautiful, um, and Blink-182, I Miss You. But he also did uh, Lady Gaga, Paparazzi, Maroon 5, Moves Like Jagger. So, I mean, dude is a massively successful um, music video director. And I was like, God damn, that's where I know that name from. It's fucking... Uh, the VMAs. So it's a weird connection for him to make this movie because he's like, but he also has said in interviews like, oh yeah, these people were out of their fucking mind and I wanted nothing to do with it. That's one of the reasons why he left that whole music scene. He's like, these people are going way too hard on this. Like doing shit that, I mean, also the burning down churches is a fucking, that's a, that's a hell of a move. Jesus. And also, if you listen to Mayhem's music at the time that, like, Dead was in the band, which is fucking hilarious that they use, like, goddamn wrestling names. Um, it's it's bad, which I, look, I love heavy metal. I love almost all sorts, almost all types of metal. Norwegian black metal is hard to listen to. It's like listening to a nail gun machine gun. I mean, it is... It's real, and Jonas Ackerman actually said in an interview because he didn't. He people, I guess, some people were like, "Oh, what the fuck? Isn't there like any, like Norwegian black metal in the movie? Like you would think the soundtrack would just be all Norwegian black metal." And he said that um, it's very difficult for people to listen to it, so he didn't put any of it in the movie, which I think is hilarious. The dude who like got his start in one of these bands is like, "Hey, this music is unbearable to listen to." So I'm not putting it in the movie. <laughs> in a movie about a Norwegian black metal band, he's like, hey, we ain't putting any of their fucking music in it. So I think it actually does have like some little clips of it. I recommend going and watching this movie, but also listening to some of these bands, like Bathory, Berserm, like listen to fucking Varg Vickerness's band, and listen to Mayhem. Because Mayhem's been around, like they kept going on for, a, like they're still around. It's just not with, uh, obviously not with Euronymous and Dead. <laughs> so there's the movie review for a movie that is already out and easily streamable that nobody is probably going to watch. Um, but I do recommend watching cause it's fucking wild. Um, 
and knowing this is a true story is just it's fucking weird well hail satan all that you know <laughs> all right goodbye